0: You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. Good morning.
1: It's 9:26 and we're pumping the tunes up. We're pumping up the volume because Skippy's a little tired today, and he asked Dick to wake him up with some Judas Priest. And by golly, if Dick did not deliver, let's just let this one wash over us for a moment. Oh, you're bringing you bring him down.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Won't well. Be able to hear us. What? Yeah, that's the whole show. <laughs> How you doing, Sean? I'm
1: great. That's How are good you? to hear. We got good morning. Fine, turn it down. Morning's Lone Star. Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. He's Dick. It is 9:20 920 something, 9:26 already in the morning, and uh, it's uh, bright and sunshiny out there, but
2: it's still I know. It's, gonna cold. it's gonna hit the 40s. It's gonna hit the 40s. Y'all, welcome to the new the new Montgomery County. Y'all like that? It's gonna be like this forever, right here. I'm convinced this weather's gonna be here forever.
1: I can live with that. <laughs> so we have a nameless uh, guest in the studio shaking your head no we'll talk we'll get to her later yeah and get her opinion on on the weather i guess we can call it climate change or something
2: i don't <laughs> know i don't care what we call it it's just like i call it when my fingers hurt it's frigid that's right it's it it.
1: balmy there are many words it is arctic hanging, arctic hanging out
2: with dogs sucks now you know we're playing with dogs outside i'm like just hurry up just do your stuff i'm cold <laughs> they don't care
1: hey have you seen this is like from out of nowhere i was at starbucks the other day And they actually have a, like a cup and saucer, like the old style, but it's Bluetooth and it digitally keeps your cup warm. It just doesn't keep on cooking it. It maintains the temperature.
2: What does that have to do with Bluetooth?
1: It's because you can control it from your phone. And the saucer itself is like, got the heating element in it. Okay.
2: Is that something that you like?
1: I would like it for my birthday. Thank you for offering, Dick.
2: I like uh, well if it's Starbucks, it's probably very expensive. It's very, very expensive. What kind of jokes could you play with that? If it's a saucer that heats things up, where could you put that and mess with people?
1: Uh oh, stick it inside a whoopee cushion for double the double the fun.
2: <laughs> you mean you, you have people second guessing themselves? Yeah, like right. what did I just do?
1: <laughs> I know what it sounded like, but it feels different. Getting Starbucks saucer. Dick and Skippy already going to the scatological humor on a on a Wednesday. Well, it's morning. Wednesday. this, this is, Wednesday. is kind
2: of a, a recovery week from the two holidays. I found out that the kids aren't going back to school till like Tuesday. I know, That's right? crazy. Like whose idea is that one? Yeah. I don't have kids. I don't know why I'm. I mean, I shouldn't really be complaining about it. But I mean, when my sister told me that, I kind of laughed and I was like, oh. When okay. I
1: when I was a young kid in California, we had to go to school through the entire Christmas and New Year holiday in the snow in San Diego. Uphill, both directions. Seven days a week.
2: Are we still talking about when you were a dinosaur?
1: Yeah, back when the school was invented. They had to work out the bugs over the years. Oh, the wheel
2: was invented right after that, though. It was. So why didn't... I mean, we, it, how else did we get to school? It probably wasn't that hard. We then. got tired of why walking uphill
1: in the snow, so we invented the wheel so we could
2: roll to school. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> But, you know, uh, it is a good morning. I like the idea that's going to be in the 60s this weekend. I saw is that. It? That's what I read. And I'm not—we probably are fake news, but, you know, we don't care.
1: That's right. Okay, right? Hey, okay, so the Weather Channel was actually backing you up on this one. So uh, the next couple days—well, today we're in the 40s. Thursday and Friday we're in the 50s. Sunday we might even get up to 71. Okay. But 60s for the rest of the time.
2: Well, I want to let people know, if you have AAA in the area, that if your car breaks down in Montgomery, they won't bring you a battery. They don't serve Montgomery. They'll only come tow you to somewhere that will serve you with a battery.
1: Are we speaking from experience today?
2: Speaking from experience. Is this why we're going yeah, to the early Yeah, well, my dad today. called me, and he, his car battery was done. I was like, you know, call AAA. And he calls AAA, and he went through this whole kind of thing where it wasn't even a AAA vehicle. They outsourced it to some local guy in Navasota. He drove from Navasota to come come see him. And I couldn't believe there wasn't a person in Connor or the Woodlands from AAA. So we got we to gotta call our friend David back and see what's going on with that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's uncool. Although, AAA did help my mom out last week. My mother drives this, it's called a Chrysler Sebring. Have you seen those? Yeah, is it, are those convertibles? convertibles? Yeah, she has never, I swear to God, she has never taken the top down. Ever.
2: She's afraid to. But she likes the option. She, You know, if she wants wants to live on the wild side one day, she can. She bought a
1: convertible so she could lower the top, but she's afraid that if she lowers it, she wouldn't be able to get it back up. So this thing is like 30 years old, has like 40,000 miles on it, grand total, and the top has never come down. But her battery died the other day, and so I was going out trying to to jump it, and I I popped the hood. Have you ever seen Under the Hood of a Sebring? No. Okay. I'm trying to find the the battery, and I just see – like posts but they're no attached no battery saying you know red here and and, and black there and i'm trying to start it up like where the hell's the battery it's not working so we have to get triple a out apparently he he had a special charger that would do it but on a sebring the battery is actually under the carburetor to change the battery in a sebring you have to jack it up like on a hydraulic remove your front left tire and go in through there underneath probably because it's
2: convertible what does that have to do with anything? I feel like that they just can do whatever they want when they, ma- when they battery. make a car convertible. To like, yeah, let's just make it really hard to do normal maintenance on a car because they're in a convertible. That means they don't care.
1: You literally can't change the battery in You have to take it to a mechanic. And the AAA guy he was like, "Well, I'm going to have think, to change the battery." Do think, That's like, five hundred dollars. going to. Tesla, Tesla, is Tesla.
2: Gonna, What do you think Tesla is going to do?
1: Well, there's like wall to wall batteries. This is in the trunk, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's but like, a- there's not going to be a AAA fix. They're going to get to take it somewhere.
1: Well, that's when we're going to invent Quadruple A. That's
2: when they always wonder why people buy those cars here in Texas. Mm -hmm. Because they don't have an official representation here. They're not allowed to. So, like, I guess they're, when you get a mechanic, you have to go to, like, a room. I
1: thought they they worked through that, that you can, because I've seen a uh, Well, I know they're not
2: allowed to have a dealership, and I know they're not allowed to sell directly.
1: They have a showroom in Market Street.
2: And but, but the, on with the way you buy it, it's not the same. It's not like they can,
1: right? But on 45 in spring, there's an actual facility where I think they're actually manufacturing. So
2: they actually make them here,
1: I believe so. I have to have a look at it. It's on 45 near 1960, kind of Richie Road. If you've seen that really huge panda, well, restaurant? my point
2: is you can't just take it to John over there at the quick stop,
1: yeah, and Conroe Car Care, yeah, spelled with K's for the cute.
2: You I doctor. wonder what you'd do if you pulled that into, like, you know, the CAR place over there, and they're like, mm-hmm. uh, we don't really know what this car is. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> fine song What the hell? Yeah, you think, that, you think that every car mechanic sounds like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the hell is this? <laughs> what the hell's that? Well, you know what the hell's coming up on Morris Lone Star? <laughs> what, dick? We got Melanie Bush in the studio. We do?
1: Yeah, That's what i I was wondering.
2: Yeah, she's running for... I thought account. she was a groupie. Really?
1: You promise you me. Always, you
2: always assume everybody that comes in.
1: Because you promise me. And sometimes a
2: joke falls really flat.
1: But sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> She's running for a county treasurer. We're going to have fun talking with her. And yeah, I want to learn a minutes. lot
2: about that. Uh huh. About what that does day to day. Is that like a full time job? You think?
1: Probably. She's got to guard the, uh, the the hidden cache of, of gold. It's, I think it's buried under the courthouse. We're going to get to. So the you're telling of this. me she
2: has a chance of meeting John McLean? Yes that's cool awesome that's, that's a cool job probably
1: why she's running
2: i'd yeah. run if john McClane was real if if wash your mouth out with soap dick shisler just as much chance of santa claus we shut up all, you take that back right now it's nine thirty-three here morning's lone star we're having a lot of fun melanie bush coming up very shortly after a couple shout outs to our sponsors
3: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
0: Conroe C on
2: 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office
4: Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Hello, welcome back. It's 9.37 of the morning, Wednesday morning, Hump the day they call it. Remind of that commercial where you have the camel walking through the office. Hey, Mike, Mike,
2: what day is it? Have you seen that one? Oh, it's hump day? Yeah. No, i never seen it, but I already got the joke. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Sounds like a really good commercial. Well, I think it was a Super Bowl <laughs> commercial,
1: actually. Somebody paid, like, millions of dollars to create that a CGI uh, uh, giraffe, uh,
2: not giraffe, uh,
1: camel walking through an office going, hey, Mike, guess what day it is?
2: That's when that company who paid the company to make it didn't pay top dollar. I still
1: say the best Super Bowl commercial ever. It was during the the dot com craze, and was, I'll say it was GoDaddy. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't, but it just had like some monkeys in a in a zoo pen playing around for thirty seconds, and at the end this this uh, uh, text pops up is going, "Whoa, we just blew three million dollars."
2: <laughs> hey, so you know, you know what it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really had the had
1: logo at the very end, but yeah, that was great. So that was, cool. a, that was a, a bad representation of money management, but we have someone in the studio that might turn us around on that. You like that segue? See what I did there? It's okay. See, I took it from John McClane to actual, you know, treasury issues. Because I'm cool like that.
2: I told you about the alternative ending to Die Hard with a Vengeance, right? No What? Where he goes, flies to Germany, and finds Simon. Did, really? Yeah.
1: Is that like... There's they, an
2: alternative ending to it. It's did they like,
1: actually shoot it?
2: Yeah. Oh, full full out. There's a whole special effects scene. He shoots a rocket launcher through him. It's really cool. I'm not kidding oh, you. Yeah, you didn't. You they didn't. Play, they play that. like Russian roulette with a rocket launcher. That's right. And, and they play Simon Says.
1: Because <laughs> when I have a rocket launcher, the first thing I want I'm to do is, kidding is you. spin it around. Because like
2: he's like he's like John. The instru- the directional arrows are scratched off, and he's like, "Well, yeah," and he spins it. I'm telling you, it's really great.
1: Good Lord Almighty! Good morning, everybody. Good morning.
2: <laughs> it's a great morning.
1: <laughs> I suppose we should talk, you know, treasure. Yeah, you know, stuff.
2: that's our that's our whole bait and switch. You go, yeah, you want to come in and like, oh, we're gonna talk about X Files. It premieres tonight. Did you know about that? Die Hard. Um, yeah. What's wrong with Die Hard? Right.
5: <laughs> it's just been a long time since I've seen one. Dick.
2: <laughs> well, it's been a long time. Well, I was just mentioning it because I saw the newest, newest of the newest one, and it was just so bad. uh, die hard yeah the newest one i don't know what it's called it's not live free or die hard it's there's one after that one yes there is i'm not kidding you like and it it was like a direct to video kind of oh yeah the mr dramatic over here we have melanie bush in the studio and she is running for county treasurer so we're gonna learn a lot about that and learn about why you should consider voting for her. how about that there we go
5: thanks for having me
2: yes it's a kind of a a gloomy morning. That's not as bad as yesterday.
5: It, it's bright and sunny. It sleeps last crisp. night. It's crisp.
2: Yes, <laughs> it's crisp. <laughs> Everyone's crisp and wiry. I know my, my I know my fiance's happy because she can finally wear those cute clothes she always wanted to wear because she has cold weather clothes. And it's never cold here, so.
5: No, I, I'm here with that. Whereas most Houstonian women are struggling for things to wear right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, they got to dig we, through the closet.
1: We, we, and like, we've got to go oh, find great. our cold clothes. That was, clothes.
3: Yeah. We that don't was have two sizes ago. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, Missus Skippy went through that. She's like digging through the closet for her winter wardrobe. It's like, oh, great! That I'll just wear three hit. shirts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> or that, that works. works. I
1: love it because I, you know, I pointed out I get to wear my really badass uh, uh, Matrix jacket here. We can say that. I checked with the FCC rules, but I'll change it.
2: I'll just stare at you with piercing (laughs) eyes. Like, really?
1: Piercing eyes? My really cool-looking matrix Well, we don't want to
2: associate that kind of talk with Melanie. Okay. So let's move on to something more educational. Than my jacket? And then your BA jacket. (laughs) Okay? Okay. So county treasurer, from what I understand of the position, is an elected position, and you are in charge of Basically, the spreadsheets and all the all the background to the money the county spends and collects and all that kind of stuff. Correct. Man, hopefully
5: not on spreadsheets though.
2: Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they do it these days. They might. Is this a Microsoft Excel thing, where <laughs> you just? Hold on, so, what do they use? Do we know?
5: There, there is an accounting software. It right now, the one that the uh, county is using is. Fairly antiquated, and they are have been looking at updating. So yeah, oh, I know that's one of like
2: the hardest things for companies to do, especially with the bookkeeping business. I imagine it's like, all right, do we do it or we not? Do we go upgrade or not? And then everyone's kind of used to this. Or well, it's always a fine line. You have to justify is. the expense. It yeah. is,
5: but at some point, when you're in 2018 now and have manual timesheets or cannot uh, view reports without printing them, it's time for an
1: upgrade. Wow, and I was complaining that we don't have hovering cars. but uh,
2: They had to print their reports. I know, right? On dot matrix printers, too. Oh, man. Can you imagine before the meeting? Sorry, we can't start the meeting. We got to print everything out, guys. And then it's like... <laughs> né, 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 and get the 14-pound toner cartridge because it runs out. <laughs>
5: Not quite that bad, but...
2: Well, you're right, though. I mean, I, there's there are things to look at, especially with you in the background of being the better bookkeeper.
5: Yes, there's some innovation that needs to occur.
2: And uh, so, which, which is kind of interesting because when I saw that you announced you're running for, it, I was like, well, that's kind of a given, right?
5: I would think so. Yeah. Well, let's well, like, history. I meant like the
2: qualifi- <laughs> like qualifications of it. Well,
1: I don't know the qualifications, so let's find
2: out.
5: Okay. Well, Dick and I have discussed this before when he's had me on the show, yeah. and I'm very grateful for that. But I actually do own a bookkeeping business. So I own Better Bookkeepers. I have been a bookkeeper. Uh, on my own now for about 18 years. I started it my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, I expanded in 2010 beyond a one woman shop and went from there to now a team of hovers between 17 and 18, depending upon what you know. Who help she
2: fires? We need. <laughs>
5: what help we need at the time? Who Thank who she you.
2: Fires. You know. You know, Melanie just like comes in. And gets we got like change like The like weather changed. The weather's changed. We're changing. You're out of here.
5: Um, Hardly. Hardly. I I have a wonderful team. I have a senior bookkeeper that's been with me. It'll be actually seven years uh, this July. Uh, And then I have a manager that's been with me for, it'll be six years in May. So we have long standing, but then I do have some new people. I have one that joined me in October. And so we're constantly growing. It's been a very good thing.
2: Cool. And we have to call them up when it comes time to. You can't say she doesn't have compassion because the last person I heard she fired during this kind of weather, Uh she gave a bunch of firewood. So it's like, oh, Oh, that's I made that up. (laughs) You made that up? I made that up. (laughs) Just say she allegedly did it. You were talking about
5: fake news earlier.
2: Oh, yeah. We're all about
5: it. That totally classifies,
1: right? All you got to do is just say allegedly (laughs) and you're covered. He
2: allegedly that's fires her assistant oh, yeah, every week. Right. Let's, let's, let's Let's get into that <laughs> one. There are, there are rumors. <laughs> yeah. um. Well, you've been in the business for how long
5: again? So I started, it's been 18 years that I've been doing it on my own. I, I started at my junior year of college. Um, okay. Prior to that, I actually, my mom is an accountant. And okay. so I started under her doing accounts payable and accounts receivable at 14. And then uh, worked for some places throughout college and then ran into... One of the places I worked, I was affiliated with the National Association of Women Business Owners. And so I got to meet all these wonderful women that own businesses. And they said, well, why why don't you help us? You know, bookkeeping, we only need two or three hours a week or a month or whatever it was. And from that, my business was born, uh, was from Hmm. other women just encouraging me to start my own thing.
1: So. And what prompted that to go into throwing your hat in the ring for county treasurer?
5: Um, county treasurer was a hard decision uh, because I love my business and I love CISD. I've been on CISD's board for three years now. I'm currently president of the board, and I love what we do. But there is some innovation. There is some changes that need to occur. And I'm like I the whole the, like
2: the Tuesday thing at CISD, CISD, y'all ruled that.
5: Um. Yes, the board is who decided on the calendar.
2: Is that a bad thing, though? A, like, if you have kids, is that a bad thing? A Tuesday, th- you miss me. You, uh, what about Tuesday? When the kids don't go back to school until oh, oh, Tuesday. Uh,
5: well, he's he's complaining that they're not going back until next Tuesday the night.
2: But I don't have kids. So it's not really a big <laughs> yeah, complaint. What does this but... matter to you at all? <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, when I went to school, I remember, like, right when it was, like, the 3rd. We go back to 3rd yeah. or something like that.
5: But that all depends on also when you get out. When, when I grew up, we got two weeks, pretty much dead on. Yeah. Two, ten days off of school. Um, with the way the holiday fell this time, we actually uh, ended school on Wednesday. So they got Thursday and Friday off. Uh-huh. And then they had the whole week of Christmas and then all of this week. Yeah. And then they have Monday off. So they really only have 13 days as opposed to what we used to have, which was 10. And what we found in CISD is our parents tend to like having three weekends over the break, especially our divorced parents that are sharing custody over the holidays.
2: Yeah, they like and Denny's so, too. You betcha. I spent. We learned many, that. No, we learned yeah. that I Denny's many became many real Christmas popular Eve. because of because of that.
5: Yeah, so that's we've got to factor in all of our students and yeah. all of our parental situations.
2: It's actually pretty logical. There I, you I go. Dig it. We need an explanation. That's all. <laughs> I, I
5: will. I will say, as a bookkeeper, I am not personally in fan of my kids not going back until the ninth. January is our busiest month yeah. of the year as a bookkeeper, so that. Uh, just to provide some challenges that's for when me, you, you
2: just send them to boarding school. <laughs> no
1: so way. no way, or just buy a couple of cheap abacai <laughs> and say, Here, kids, figure this out.
5: No, yeah. but I, you've got to do what's best for all, not just. See, I, I think in that's interesting because interest. you
2: can apply that to county treasurer, right? Like, just, does a county treasurer ever make decisions that will affect things, or just internally?
5: Uh, it's internal, all it's,
2: internal, uh, more internal. Okay. We
5: we account for the taxpayers' money, so in that regard, it affects everybody because it's the taxpayers' money. The more efficient we are as a non fee producing office, the better it is for the taxpayer because we can cut our budget and save money.
2: So, and- like, we don't have to print it every time. <laughs> That would save us, what, $100 a month?
5: Because
2: I can't imagine how Depends long Depends on which
5: departments and how many and reports really, who, and how many pages they Who really printing.
2: reads those reports? Let's be honest. There's probably one person that had like eight who actually sits there and flips every page and goes, okay.
1: I look at them and I pretend to read them. I mean. I
5: was going to say, do you read your entire, you know, like car note or your house mortgage or your paperwork when you bought your no, house? No, that's why
1: I or pay your, someone else to do your it. Your iPhone <laughs> terms of agreement uh, is yeah. like 84 screens Or worth. even
5: the terms of agreement on that latest app you downloaded.
2: Right? No. <laughs>
1: So what happens if there's like, let's uh, see, you do a quarterly or annual budget and there's a surplus, Do you, do you is it going into rebase, Do you hold onto its rainy day fund, buy new software? What's the...
3: Uh-
5: that's up to the commissioner. So okay. that's not a treasurer decision. Um, that's up to the commissioner, what they do with uh, commissioner's court, what they do with the surplus. Uh, a lot of them have funds that they hold over because they won't have spent all of their money and the auditor is involved in putting those funds in the proper account and taking care of that. The treasurer works very closely with the county auditor and also with HR because we handle payroll for the county. So the treasurer's office—that's going to be their key relationships in the county. And then all the other departments come to them for payroll and for any of their needs.
1: How monetarily. important is to to have a, like a relationship? Does the treasurer like go to the commissioners court and say, "Hey, commissioners, you know, we need blank for this," or, or do you just show a report? Based on the budget, they, they work out.
5: Generally, there's just reports, and there's not okay. a whole lot of going to the commissioners. Now, when there's software, when there's certain purchases that need to be made, vendor contracts, things along those lines, the treasurer, yeah. along with the auditors involved.
1: Cool. See, I'm learning more every day, learning all kinds of political tap stuff.
5: So we joke in our office at Better Bookkeepers that, you know, when you learn something new, you get to go home.
1: When you learn something new, you get to go home.
5: I never just,
2: go home. Go, was that something new for CISD too?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, 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 well,
2: you learn be, how to do your homework. <laughs> you get to go home.
5: <laughs> I'm just saying that's a running joke in our office. If okay. everybody Keepers. my staff, always <laughs> tease that. Hey, I learned something new. I can go home now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. I never get to go home. Cool. Um, do we? Are we gonna gotta go to break or are we? We can are just, just
2: go all the way till ten. Awesome. Sounds Cause good. Because we want to give her as much time as possible. All
1: right. So a, a question I have because you know some of the races you know there are a couple like judicial races where there's not even a uh, uh, an opponent. Correct. Uh So you know, we we had a, a Claudia Laird in the other day and reminding her she needed to vote for herself.
2: Or yeah, really I'm gl- I'm glad I asked that because I was like, so what are you you're just gonna be it, right? It's like, well, if someone's got to vote for me. Like, she's got to
5: get at least one vote. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I, wouldn't you just be the one that? You know, she oversleeps, you know, misses the, the polls and just like, oh, my God, please tell
2: me somebody like, else. I feel like that department. would be the job of a mom or like a dad or, or <laughs> a kid or a husband or a wife. For when, when, don't worry. Honey, when does adulthood
5: you. kick in then, Dick?
2: You know, it's funny. It's when the frontal <laughs> cortex is fully developed. That's my that's my answer to that. So it's like 22, okay. 23.
1: OK. And then you get to be my age, and it's like back the way it was. So I, I'm exempt from all bad decisions. So that,
5: that's why early voting is very important. Mm-hmm. Because what if something does happen? If you say you're going to go vote, you're going to go vote. Well, then what if something did happen? And, and AAA
2: you, didn't come. AAA
1: didn't come, yeah. and you
5: miss getting to go to the polls on election day. Then you your vote out you didn't can't count. Your
1: battery. Yeah. So
5: you know the two weeks of early voting, I think, is a, a very positive thing.
1: Right, and that starts in late February, so it's like right around the corner. Uh, but some, as I we was saying, some of these are, are races, like I said,
2: yeah. are, are, and you don't even need your voter card. Like, why even bother? Well, you need some kind of ID. You gotta have ID now. Yeah, but like, why? Why even bother?
5: <laughs> why you even? can't
2: you can't laminate it? Here, just your, and you can't fold it, and like it tears yeah, he, up. He still, he's still,
1: okay. he still
2: heard about let's, that. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to make I'm I'm gonna do grassroots. We gotta change the way we do our cards. I see We should be able to laminate.
1: I laminated my Social Security card back in 1974. But it
2: was legal then.
1: Right. I know. That's why I've
2: got the same one. Yeah. It was, but, it was right after they uh, developed the first car, I think it was, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. First, before before, internal Telsus, combustion engine, before right? Telsus came on the market. Yeah,
2: just Telsus.
1: <laughs> it was darn Telsus. So back to the actual, you know, political campaign question. Uh, but county treasurer, of course, is a, is not only a contested race, but a highly contested race. So um, Surprisingly, yes. Right. <laughs> Which, yeah, you just don't usually think that, you know, county treasurer no. inspires that kind of fervor. But um, right, I,
2: Montgomery,
1: Montgomery County, man. True. This, this is true. Slow news day. Hey, let's, <laughs> uh, but I, I guess long story short is, is kind of like, what do you bring to the table, you know, br- coming in uh, as a candidate so, so
5: the professional experience yeah. the the outside bookkeeping experience is uh, obvious i think that's why dick said you know well that's a given um because he knew about my professional experience uh, i think that we're in a time where people want those with outside experience not just those that have come up through government ranks to step up and run for office um obviously leadership with uh, cisd and what i've done there with uh The reappraisals but also just having my fellow board members choose me for president that says something about my leadership abilities and that they were willing to do that and i'd only been on the board two years at that point Um, wow so
2: impressive (laughs) Uh, i mean we have nothing to gauge that on so why do you why do you say that we don't know if that's oppressive or not there might not have been anyone on the board She's okay. like, Oh, well, I'm just president. With the with the possible there exception, there
5: are seven of us, Dick. Thank you. <laughs> I'm
1: just with the possible <laughs> exception of the last United States president, name me one person on the planet who becomes president two years after like doing nothing.
5: Well, I didn't do nothing. Well, no, I mean, oh. I mean no, no. Do, <laughs> do nothing,
1: and then within two years of students start doing something. He was a sophomore senator. And only in the two years, and never mind. Moving on. <laughs>
2: you're talking about uh, the, the previous 44th person. president of yes, the United States? Yeah, 44th. You always got to bring it back to 44, don't you? Yeah. Okay. No, oh. I got a question for you that's political. Okay. I'm waiting so, for So uh, with this kind of race, how do you distinguish yourself to a, like a, a non-educated voter on what's going on with the – how do you do that? Cause so one
5: of the keys with this race is educating people on the treasurer's office on what the office even does. Um, a lot of people don't realize they handle the bail bond administration. And so that's one thing that people don't realize goes through the treasurer's office. And um, There's been a lot of issues lately. Um, the Courier even had an editorial on whether or not we still need an elected treasurer. There's been a lot of media prior to me even deciding to run with regards to this position in mm-hmm. particular. Um, deciding to run was based on what we truly feel is a need for that independence, that integrity, and change, reform, um, the innovation that we talked about. Um, We need to be the most efficient possible.
1: Well, especially with the, the growth rate of Montgomery County. Exactly.
5: And there's been a lot of, you know, talk about how the county's grown at a certain level and the county government has grown at a a higher level. Well, your non-fee producing offices, those that are not bringing in money to the county, this is our time to rise and to shine and to truly cut our budgets and to look at what we're doing and to see, hey, can we do this smarter and make a more substantial impact on the county? So that's one of the things I bring to the table. How do you get that message out? One of the main ways is social media. Uh, Elections have changed. Even since I ran for school board three years ago, elections have changed. It is so much more driven by social media. Um, And so it is getting that message out. But don't discount the face-to-face. It's those meet and greets. It's seeing people. It's getting to talk to them one-on-one. Things like this is is absolutely beneficial, but you need to make those connections. And so social media... Coming on here, print media that drives people to learn more about you and then make hopefully the connection and decide that you're the best candidate.
1: So anybody listening in right now, assuming we, I think we have like one or two listeners. Last I checked, uh, who, who yeah, Dick agrees. We're up to two. Woohoo!
2: All right. We've doubled our listeners. I found something <laughs> for you. It's Airsign.com. You can tow a banner over Houston and the <laughs> northern area and we can just get your face on it. That's face to face, right? Oh, uh no. <laughs> you wouldn't want that? No.
5: And and we could go those navy. not b- to mention the fact that that would probably not be very fiscally responsible. Oh, I know
2: people will be talking pulled- about it.
5: They might be talking about it, but how much would it cost and what Let's, would be the I'm, impact? I'm
2: checking for you right well, now. I, I,
1: okay. <laughs> forget forget the toad banner. Remember those Navy pilots who were drawing body parts in the air a couple of weeks ago let's hire these guys because i'm sure they're looking for new jobs now uh to like write her name in the in, in the air and that that's a significant return if, on
5: investment if you would like to sponsor that for me i would be more than happy i would you not, take I cover would not let me be
2: in charge of that yeah because <laughs> i'll have too much my, fun on yeah, it yeah bearing <laughs> in mind
1: who who we'd be hiring those same fighter pilots who are who drawing bad things in the sky oh they do
2: do sky riding.
1: yeah awesome uh, That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so, assuming we have a couple of listeners still listening to this us, if they so wanted random. to, what well, we're trying to <laughs> sh-
2: we're trying to come up with creative ideas to educate people about the county treasury seat. Okay.
1: Okay. And once they find out, how do they get in touch with you?
5: So obviously, Facebook is uh, the main way. So Facebook, Melanie Bush campaign, but also my website, Melanie Bush campaign. Uh, both of those have ways to reach out and contact me. But in addition to that, we're actually having an event tomorrow night. At Madeira Estates up on Fraser, and uh, we would love to have everyone come out five thirty to eight and uh, meet me and let's talk about the future of Montgomery County and continuing to uh, be the best county in the state and ideally in the nation.
1: Cool, uh, and of course, you know we have to ask Bush any relation.
5: Um, I have an uncle named George W., but not that one.
1: You see, you could have just talked with the first <laughs> half of saying, Well, I have an uncle named George W. Bush, and we're just going to leave it at that.
5: And I have a cousin named Laura.
1: Okay, you really see, and stop <laughs> but there. not that one. No, 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 stop, <laughs> period. Right there, don't don't, oh, don't follow through.
5: Just, <laughs> Sean, that's a plus and negative depending upon who you talk to. You're that's in Montgomery true. County. I mean, it, you're in Montgomery County. Yes, the, the last name's a good thing, but to some people, it's not. There you so. go.
1: As long as you don't have a brother named Jeb, I think you're okay. I,
5: I'm good on that.
1: <laughs> awesome. So it's org. Yes, Dot .com. Dot .com. And Melanie and Bush are, I think, spelled the way they sound, so.
2: Well, there I'm like you go. Well, Melanie, awesome. thank you so much for coming in. Thank y'all. And laughing with us I, I and enjoying it. the morning. Hopefully it was more fun the last time we were on the <laughs> We learned a lot. And if you're just now tuning in, we have Melanie Bush in the studio. And we podcast everything. Mm-hmm. So check us out on iTunes, YouTube, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we do have another special guest coming in next. Uh, we have Tony Nero coming in talking about the 30th annual Dr. King celebration on January 15th over there at the Woodlands United Methodist Church. So stick around for that.
5: That's a wonderful event. And if you me. haven't gone, everyone should.
2: Well, we're gonna find out about it.
5: Well good.
2: So maybe Based on the let, let me decide, okay? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Melanie. Thank What's you. the website again?
5: MelanieBushCampaign.com. dot com.
2: Melaniebushcampaign dot com. Get out an early vote or vote on the day just to make sure you get there. How about that? Be That's
1: conscientious, what? vote twice.
6: Thank you.
2: (laughs) Thank you for that, Sean. We'll be right back here on Mornings with Lone Star and IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 106.1. This show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Stick around. We're going to hear a message from them in a couple tunes.
3: Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
0: Conroe C
2: on 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Hey, it's quarter past ten on Wednesday, hump day, January the 3rd. And it's uh, Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy, he's Dick. Sponsored by... Yeah. yeah sponsored by Conroe Coffee clean sweep office cleaning and centurion wealth advisors we have three sponsors all beginning with letter c if you want to round out the alphabet and sponsor us give us a call 936-647-3776 or hit us up on facebook at mwlonestar.com nick we got like a day full of guests know, here. Don't great this is awesome yeah i know people out there listening to us because they yeah. want to call us and and
2: and, uh, you are listening to Morning's Lone Star. If you want to comment on anything worth doing, go to Facebook, MW Lone Star, or uh, you can call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. That's the message line. So 936-647-3776. If you're nice, we might play it over the air.
1: Yeah, yeah, we don't have that. We can't make you live because we don't have that little button that, that stops it for six seconds. But i got to find out if our phone number spells out anything cool. Have you it tried? Doesn't. Have you tried? I think it's
2: just gibberish.
1: That, that doesn't matter. It can be cool. You know, synergy is a word. You syzygy, know, c- okay. S-Z-Y-G-Y. One of the best scoring words can you can play on Scrabble. I just thought you should know that. We have some uh, lovely ladies in the studio with us now. We were talking with Melanie Bush earlier. If you missed that one, hey, hit us up on the podcast or we'll hit it on YouTube later. But right now we have Ms. El- Elsa Dotson and Sharonda Wharton and they are with uh, MLK... Uh, Martin Luther King Commemorative Celebration Committee. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. All right. I could read my own handwriting. woo <laughs> There to talk about. There's a new celebration coming up on uh, January 15th. It's the 30th. So 30th annual or was it like 30th annual. Awesome. Uh, MLK Commemorative Celebration in the Woodlands. And uh, I'll let you ladies take it from there. Uh, tell us more about this.
7: Well, um, we've been doing this for 30 years. Um, it started back, actually... In 1987, um, a couple of people, my husband and I, and another couple, Carolyn, Chuck Swain, happened to go down to um, Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church to hear Coretta Scott King give the commemorative speech at their MLK program. And my husband said, we could do this in the Woodlands. And I thought, really? <laughs> and he said, yeah. So he got in touch with uh, Gerald Irons, who was in the corporate um, part of the Woodlands Township. It was Woodlands Corporation at that time. It's now called the Woodlands Corporation. Mm-hmm. And he spoke with them, and they agreed to sponsor the program. And they have been the sponsors for the last 30 years of these uh, programs. And he, um, his wife, Myrna Irons, became the chairperson, and she's been the th- chairperson for 30 years. She's done a fantastic job. I used to tease her and tell her, she said, when do I get to stop this? And I told her, this is like the Pope. You have this for the rest of your life.
1: Pope or the mafia, (laughs) your your choice on that one.
7: (laughs) But she's done a fantastic job. We started, our first program was at First Baptist Church in the Woodlands. Mm -hmm. And we had a choir mix of what was St. Paul, which is the previous name of Impact Church, which Mm -hmm. is now the sponsor and the people from First Baptist. We had a small choir, we have had a speaker, we gave away one scholarship. The whole idea of this um, program is to give away scholarships to graduating seniors. And we did one that year and we have a poster contest where the kids in CISD can make posters and the best poster gets an award. We gave, that first year we only gave one one child and a boy and a girl won the um, award for the best essay about Dr. Martin Luther King. And so that's how it's, um, it started, and each year we have a commemorative speaker, and this year it's going to be Kirby John Caldwell, who is the pastor of uh, Windsor Village United Methodist Church. He was a commemorative speaker before for us, really back in the beginning. And he's a dynamic person, very well known across the country. And he's the one that married uh, George Bush's daughter. And so he's very well known. Okay. And um, <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> little information there. But um, he's going to be the speaker this year. And then we also give a, um, an award to the drum major, because when Dr. King gave his speech, he talked about being a drum major, major and... That is a person in the community that does something or many things that uh, contribute to the community. And so that is uh, a reward we give every year to a deserving person. And my husband and I were fortunate to receive it back in 2010. But um, that's part of the program. Now we have this mass choir and it's made up of people from all over. You don't have to be a musician. You just come on Tuesday nights and Thursday nights from seven to nine. And the night before the program, we have a rehearsal from six to nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we um, sing about four songs, We give you CDs. So if you think you need <laughs> some help, we give you all the help you can. But we invite people to come and um, be a part of the choir and also come to the program. So. Cool. So Mass Choir
1: not, mass not only refers to the church service, but also the sheer number of people that can show up. And be right. right. Awesome. That's cool. And so
7: when is re- one of the rehearsals going to be on that? Or how do people show Last up? Last night was the first rehearsal. Next okay. one is uh, tomorrow night from 7 to 9 at the United uh, Woodlands United Methodist Church.
1: Cool, and that's right there on uh, Grogan's Mill and uh, just Lake Woodlands. Lake Woodlands Drive. Mm-hmm. Lake I know Woodlands. that area well. I, I know you say you take everyone, but have you actually heard Dick
7: sing? Well, it's a mass choir, so we can drown him I, out. I don't, he I don't he can do it, it. It's very iffy. Hey, wait a minute. If I'm in it, yeah. he can be in it. I'll tell you that.
1: So. Okay.
2: Thank
1: you. Thank you, Skippy. Hey, you know, I was I, I had to go there, man. <laughs> Because you haven't heard me sing, I'm, I'm worse than anybody. I'll just be the sound guy. Be the sound guy, or the sound. Can assistant. I? Can I be the like choir conductor? Well, I love doing their, that they stuff. They have directors, but they have a um,
7: <laughs> a band also that plays and uh, contributes.
1: Cool. So this event is taking place on January the fifteenth. Uh what, what are the times? At uh, noon. 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 High noon. Okay. And going until. It's about an hour and a half. Okay. okay. I'm jotting this down, so the, when we uh, uh, we put this on the, uh, the website later, everyone will see. So, this is the 30th annual Martin Luther King Commemorative Celebration in the Woodlands at Woodlands United Methodist Church, January 15th, starting at high noon. This thing's been going since 1987. Dick, were you alive in 1987?
2: I was one years old. You were
1: one right. years old? <laughs> for realsies?
2: Yeah, for realsies.
1: Wow. <laughs> I understand Dick's the same age as my own son, oh, so you know no. I, love, I love messing with Dick about. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, what a young whippersnapper
1: he is! I I invite him over just so I can yell at him to get off my lawn. <laughs> and so the uh uh speaker is gonna be Kirby John Caldwell, pastor. So that would be uh, sounds like a great event. Now is this the uh, only one that's like kind of local? Because I know Houston has like they have like two celebrations going on and stuff. So is this the the place to be in in Montgomery County? It
7: is the place the place? We don't know of anything else. This is the place
1: to be. <laughs> I got to talk to Sharonda real quick cuz she's just been sitting there with the headphones on yeah. hoping that I don't call her out on anything. So, uh sorry Sharonda, I don't I don't play that way.
6: It's all good. It's all good.
1: So, uh so, Sharonda, uh, what what did Elsa miss out here, you know?
6: Um, in addition to the adult choir, we also have a children's mass choir. Mm-hmm. And so my role for the MLK celebration is I am the um, choir director for the children's mass choir. Awesome. And so uh, not only would we like for the adults to, to come out, but to also bring your children uh, ages 4 to or 5 to 14. Well,
1: wow, that's like herding 300 so he, cats.
6: I, but I can handle them. You can guess <laughs> That's what I do. Awesome, Dick. We're going to join the kids
1: <laughs> choir then, I think.
2: Then you'll really notice my voice.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll be the only two baritones in there.
6: <laughs> you, yeah, you definitely have to be very patient when you're working with kids, mm-hmm. and with, especially with such a... Um, a large range of students but, uh, or students. I say students because I'm a teacher also. Oh, okay. But um, um, you definitely have to have patience, but it is it, what I do. You know, I, I work with kids every day, all day. So uh, we, we just want the community to bring their children out and to, uh, is there something for them to do as well? You know, not just the adults, but to come out and participate and uh, they learn music just like the adult choir does and they perform um, on the 15th as well.
1: That's awesome. That, that that truly is. I'm I'm trying to remember uh, uh, the anniversary of Dr. King uh, What year
7: 1963. Was? I was well, there. Was it I did the March? So. Okay. August 28, 1963.
1: Wow, I was, mm-hmm. I was born a couple of years after that. But um, yeah, w- what a guy. Yeah, and that's all <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say about that. We we can make a whole different show about that. Right. But um, it's so great that for so many decades, mm-hmm. there's still great passion for it and dedication and that's awesome and, and i love how you guys are just going to take over the montgomery county on this
6: absolutely so, this has been
1: great i'm looking forward to this so once again grab your pens everyone will put on the on the site but on january 15th high noon at the woodlands united methodist church uh do they have like a website they can go to or a phone number
7: they can call it will be in newspapers um it will be on the air every place that they can find that about it but um Invitations are going out to individual people if, mm-hmm. um, if anyone wants to. And they can call Impact Church of the Woodlands.
1: Impact Church, and they'll have and all the, the information. They will have it. all of the information. Yes. Okay, and this the is, uh, I'm going to assume, free and open to the public? Or? Free, yes, free and That's open to the public. my favorite color in the world. <laughs> right,
7: right. And we want a diverse crowd um, and diverse uh, choir. Mm-hmm. So, um, And we do have that, but we can have a little bit more. It'd be nice, awesome, so, uh, and everyone is welcome. And
1: that's uh, 15th at uh, that's Monday, Monday the 15th. Monday. I think I'm gonna, mm-hmm. Dick, I may actually, when I get off the air on uh, that Monday the 15th, I'm gonna schlep on over. You want to join me? I guess or you check got a my hot calendar. Date? I got check my calendar, check, check your busy social agenda. Dick.
2: <laughs> We're very busy and important people, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just afraid of commitment. Oh. oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh the office pool started if the wedding date actually happens on late December or not. So <laughs> sign in today, people. Call <laughs> log on to MW Lone Star and uh let us know if the wedding's gonna happen. <laughs> it will. i
2: probably get the choir to come.
1: Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Get the choir to sing. Well, or maybe we just first. get
2: married at the celebration. <laughs> And just pretend it's all for us. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just kidding. That we won't do that. problem.
1: Well, well, we'll come to the thing on the fifteenth, and you, they can be like auditioning for you. The whole thing can be one big audition. An
6: audition for a lead part, one of the
1: songs.
2: There yeah. you. There you go. <laughs> Am I taller than the kids? Is there a real just tall a kid? <laughs> There's always one. There's always one kid that's like seven feet tall. I know it's great. See, I can slip right
1: on in them. Yeah, I, you, know, I mean, no you, you
2: wouldn't be that obvious, but no. you kind of might have to shave and put on like, you know something like long hair, have like... <laughs> a wig. A wig, yeah. A tube, Yeah. But it sounds like a great event, and it's yeah. uh, it's something that's been going on for so long, and even Melanie, who our previous guest was in here, knew about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So clearly I've made an impact in the community up here. Yeah, We and both
7: go to the same church, Melanie and I.
2: Oh, oh I yeah. thought she just... Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, her, her ears also to the ground of
1: the community, too. Yes. So.
2: But uh, so let's just do it one more time for everybody who's listening. Uh, when, where how to get more information and we know it's free. So you can just show up and things like that. So don't mind saying it one more time. Okay.
7: The celebration will take place on January 15th at noon at the Woodlands United Methodist Church. And it is sponsored by Impact Church of the Woodlands. If you want information, you can call them at 281-363-0220. I believe is the number. And um, you can look that up to be sure. And uh, the commemorative speaker will be Kirby John Caldwell and we will be awarding a scholarship to graduates from each CISD high school. Wow. One for each high school. And there will be three um, scholarships, uh, money given to the poster children. They make the posters and the ones that do the best posters will receive. And, We will find out who the drum major awardee is um, at the program. Nobody knows until the day (laughs) of the program. And they're announced, and they will receive an award. And uh, it's open to the public. Come come and be part of the mass choirs, the adults, and the children's choirs. And um, it's great. I mean, we've been doing it 30 years, and we have about 1,000 people that come. So it's not a small event. And so if um, you missed out on the last 30 years, now's the time
1: to get involved. There you go, people. You heard it from Elsa and Sharonda themselves. Uh, Tanya couldn't quite make it to the microphone, but we'll wave at her from a distance here. <laughs> That's what you get for, for catching that uh, red light, <laughs> not getting on the air in time. So they'll make fun of you later, I'm sure, off the air. Anyhow, this is uh, Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Dick is over there. I'm yeah. sitting here. And it's break time. Gonna take some music, play some music, and uh, do the last half hour of the show.
2: Ladies, thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate it. Letting us know about this event. If you're listening right now and you missed the interview, we podcast everything, YouTube everything. So just look up Morning's Lone Star on iTunes, Google Play, all that good stuff. We're gonna hear a couple words from our sponsors. So we'll be right back after these (laughs) messages and a couple tunes.
3: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
0: Conroe C on
2: 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Mornings with Lone Star, if you think we had gone away, well, you got another thing coming. It is Dick and Skippy on the air. Just the two of us now. Little unplugged in a bit set now. Had a full house today. We had Melanie Bush, who's uh, campaigning for Montgomery County Treasurer. And then we had the lovely ladies of uh, Elsa, uh, Sharonda, and Tanya talking about the Martin Luther King commemorative celebration on March 15th. So lots of fun stuff happening. I can't believe the show's almost over. We've only got another 20 minutes or so. And we haven't even talked about any headlines yet, Dick. But uh, I got a nice little list here. Yeah, a list of Bring head- it on. List of headlines. <clears throat> so the uh, fallout from the New Year's Eve CNN pot fueled <laughs> uh, broadcast is, is is going on. You didn't know they uh, had a CNN reporter who you didn't actually see her partaking on the air, except she put you know she lit a bong and and put on a gas mask, and apparently Anderson Cooper now who's kind of already lost because Kathy Griffin wasn't there by his side, is basically saying, I'm shocked, shocked to know this is going on. I'm shaken up that this happened in the backlash. Of pr- what? Well, there's the a reporter doing all this pot-related stuff. Now, whereas, yes, it is legal in California, and that was the whole point of it, uh, what the backlash primarily is right now is a lot of p- families were watching CNN with kids, and basically what this reporter showed the kids was how to light a bong and and how to how to wear a special gas mask to to get the most out of your uh, most out of your contact high. So it'll be interesting to see if there're gonna be official um apologies or anything like that. so that 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 was um kind of funny. Uh, off the air, I was talking about on Jeopardy the other day. This is kind of funny. Uh, so the category was like rap songs or something, and the proper answer was, uh, what is gangsta, gangster's paradise? And the uh, Caucasian woman who who actually gave the answer said gangsters' paradise. And they awarded her the points. And then a couple of moves later, they, the the judges piped up and said they had to take it away from her because it actually meant something different. The pronunciation, and they actually checked the dictionary. And apparently, gangsta with an A H and gangster with an E R have two different definitions. And so she lost thirty six hundred bucks. And I think she lost the game as a result. Dang. Even Coolio chimed in saying, <laughs> white people will always get in trouble with the er, the are. E-R. So keep that in mind, people, when you're talking about gang, Al Capone, it's gangsters. You're talking anything after 1932, it's gangsters. And, uh, important information. Important, important information to learn here. <laughs> PSA brought to you by Dick and Skippy in the morning. Um, You know, yesterday we talked about Hoda Kotb being the new... Uh, uh, co-host on today's show, replacing Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm. Well, she's already getting flack now because she was going on and on about how sweet Matt Lauer was congratulating her. And she just missed him so much. And he was such a small guy and how sweet he was. And of course, people were just going bonkers on that.
2: <laughs> so uh way, way to hit the ground running there, Hoda. Well, you think it's just kind of like we have a no Lauer policy now. Just don't talk about it. There
1: are just some names. I think you shouldn't, you know, what's the phrase too soon, it's a little too soon to be talking about them. So that was... um.
2: Well, apparently her salary won't even compare to his.
1: Well, yeah, they'd think they'd be afraid to. But yeah, he was making what's like 20, 25 million a year?
2: Yeah, she's making 18 million less.
1: 18 million less? Yeah. So she's making like 2 million a year? Wow. Okay, people, when you talk about income inequality, oh, just look to the news and the entertainment industry and leave. Well, I
2: feel like his stuff... Like the reason he got paid because he was on for so long and every time they negotiate, they just throw up another like, oh, we'll increase it by 8 percent or increase it by 15 or this year you did really well. You brought in that kind of stuff because that's what's you know, that, that was the big argue, argument that I was listening to some people debate about the inequality and the first thing that uh, one guy defended saying, you know, it, this, it's not naturally – it's not naturally so obvious that it's inequality. It's more of uh, unfortunately – in the development areas when you're going to work is women don't fight for more pay. They're, they're more, they more say, okay, thank you. And then that's it. But guys tend to argue and right. say, you know what? No, I need 10 more dollars or I need this much more. And that's just the average. I'm not saying every lady's like that. Cause there are some ladies who will hardball. Right. And,
1: and there's also the reasoning behind it because, and let's be honest and, you know, Dick and I are secure enough in our manhood and self-aware enough to know that, you know, a lot of men are real poopy heads. But when a man is aggressive, he's called a go-getter. In a corporate environment, when a woman is aggressive, she's called different names.
2: Yeah, Tends to Well, be. I mean, it also depends on what the workplace is looking for. Because I imagine, you, as a, like I say, as a nurse and experience, that's, that's your leverage when you go as a nurse. I've learned that through Holly. Mm-hmm. Is your experience is your leverage of getting more money. So if you work in a certain field for 20 years and then for some reason that hospital or whatever that service you're doing is gone, when you go to apply for a job, people are going to see that and like, oh, great. Now we have to pay this lady crazy amounts of money because of how much experience she has. And I mean, I, I've never been there firsthand to know what the, what the benefit of having a very experienced person there is. But uh, apparently it's enough where hospitals will pay double and things like they will, will negotiate because they want that person. But I think it's in any workplace. I imagine there's always a little bit of wiggle room and maybe not so much, say, like uh, McDonald's, but, you know, at, at a, a salary department, a salary earned position. Well,
1: and that, that's the point. If I walked into a Texas McDonald's and demanded 15, 20 bucks an hour, I'd bring nothing unique to the table. So they would la- rightfully so laugh me out of there. But uh, and also, as you said earlier, you know, women tend to not fight for it. And again, unfortunately, it's, it can't be denied it's been a male-dominated, you know, it's the workplace in general. That when a woman does that, she, she could be afraid or concerned about being viewed as overly emotional. You know, man fights for— uh, Well, no, I race. agree. It's
2: one of those kind yeah. of—it's one of those situations where you can never win uh, and, like, always, ha- or always have a consistency of winning. And uh, with—I I imagine, really, it's just the atmosphere of the office— and also the political changes in the world. Now it's becoming more of like, you know, if you're, if you're a minority or if you're a, a woman, you, you do have the opportunity. That's what I was telling Holland. I was like, I just go for it because, come on, you're a lady now. Like this is like the best time to take advantage of the <laughs> system. And, uh, and that's – I mean that's how men have been able to do it because they take advantage. And I was like, that's how, they, that's how you do it. You got to be willing to say, hey, you know what? I need to be paid a little bit more. And just see if it works, because you never know.
1: Well, if Holly walked in, I, your fiancé kind of scares me. You know, Shakespeare's a quote, though she'd be a bit small, she'd be fierce. Oh, she's she a, fierce. she's
2: a pointer. She points at you when she really wants to talk to you.
1: <clears throat> and so if I was the hiring guy and she walked in, I, I would, she would kind of scare me, and I would, like, offer her
2: oh, yeah. anything she asked for. One of my favorite stories about uh, negotiating, there was a comedian I was listening to, and this was during the age when radio DJs were making a lot of money and he was uh, being offered all sorts of jobs at the time. And he was like – they wanted him to write on the, like, uh, Everybody Loves Chris. And then uh, the Chappelle Show was thinking about coming back. So they are thinking about he'd be a writer. And then he was also thinking about being an actor and all this kind of stuff. Well, anyway, in the meantime, he – a buddy called from a radio station. They needed someone to fill in who was funny. So he filled in. And so after the three-week fill-in period, they came to him and said, hey – we want to have you as our morning DJ. And he didn't want to do it, but he also didn't say no at the beginning. He's just like, I'll do it for $240,000 a year. And that's what he just said. I'll do it at that. And then he, you know, done. And then he gets a phone call. Oh, we can't do that. We, But we can do, you know, one ninety. dollars And he's like, whoa, $190,000 a year for for doing a morning show? And he's like, nope, 240 dollars and he just kinda kept he just kept doing it because <laughs> he was doing other stuff, so he he didn't really care. And then finally, I think it was like over the whole year, they kept going back and forth and they kept raising it. And then finally they said they can do 240 with bonuses and stuff like that. And he's like, Oh, I've already, you know, I just he basically said I was just playing with them. And I'm like, So it kind of made me laugh that some people really depend on a job, but then when you when you kind of look at it as let's just see what we can do.
1: Well, uh, Dick, I got to say, you got me cheap, man. I I should have held out for donuts or something. I mean, you promised me coffee. You promised me groupies.
2: You delivered on the coffee. Well, the groupies are uh, after hours. We're on the morning, so.
1: Oh, great. Now you tell me. Well, hey, there's a boxing headline. I know how much you're buying the boxing. So do you know this boxer named Vinny Paz? No. Or uh, the name he goes by is Paz. He actually got busted for beating up and biting a guy, busting into this house, this guy's house with his his own girlfriend. And details are sketchy. He kept on saying he got robbed and the guy got what was coming to him. But the guy's showing up with missing teeth, black eyes, bite marks. I mean, I'd like to find out what, if this guy was idiotic enough to try to rip off a boxer. I've done many dumb things in my life, but two things I'm proud of. One, I've never remarried the same wife. And two, I've never picked a fight with a boxer. And I think that's just Darwinism in its finest. So you don't know, because you're you're a
2: boxing nut, aren't you? I'm not a nut. I just enjoy people hitting people in the face.
1: That explains when you walked in this morning why my nose still hurts.
2: Yeah, I just like, I don't mind. I don't mind watching that. Okay. Well, yeah, Vinny Paz is his name. Keep an eye out on him. Find out if he got robbed. So, okay, I, I just wanted to talk about this scenario and then we got to be wrapping this up. Okay. So apparently over there in South Carolina, Charleston, there were multiple babies born on the New Year's thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently one person was trying to get the mom to the hospital. who's going like 90, 95. And the cops tried to pull him over and he didn't stop because he's trying to get to the hospital. So he got to a full-on chase scene. <laughs> and uh, basically what ended up happening is the cops forced him to stop. She was in the middle of the birth. And so they helped her out of the car. They arrested the, the husband in cuffs, and then they're helping her out of the car, and she's on the hood of the car giving birth. Wow. She gives birth to the baby, and the guy describes it. He goes, I'm sitting there with officers surrounding me. I'm in handcuffs. I see my wife literally giving birth right in front of me, and there's fireworks going off because it's New Year's. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, the cops kind of realize what's really happening, so they let me out, like uh, you know, and then we everyone started clapping. <laughs> now, that's straight a out birth of, story. Straight out of a movie, right? That is
1: a birth story. Well played, sir. Yeah. Although, you know, if there's a cop behind you, even if she's in labor, slow it down, roll down the window, hold up a sign, do something. But I'm glad that... All's well and ends well. What was funny
2: was they're they're interviewing the guy afterwards and it's like, do you think the you know, they're always trying to run the police or bad angle. And he's like, no, they just handcuffed me because they thought, you know, I'm making this up. You know, I'm making up that. (laughs) My wife's in labor. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, but like I said, it's just kind of funny that, I mean, just imagine that that's a short movie right there. And, you know,
1: let's add that to our Olympic curling movie
2: as a subplot. That's how the movie opens. Well, there's that's nowhere how they, to but no, up from there. That's how they give birth to the main character.
1: I like the way you think, Dick Schlesler. Well played. Well
2: and played. And that'd be like, you know, and it has that zoom in moment. Where are you gonna? What's he? Who's it gonna be? His name's gonna be John, and he's gonna be a curler. <laughs> and then boom, like title. I'm there. All right, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at irlonestar.com. Brought to you by Conroe Coffee, Centurion Wealth Advisors. And, of course, clean sweep office cleaning. Today was a good show. If you missed any of it, it would be podcasted, YouTube, all that good stuff. Morning's Lone Star. Tomorrow we'll be back at 9-ish and uh, have some fun. If you have a song request for our song breaks, let us know either by calling in at 936-647-3776 or a message on Facebook, NW Lone Star. Just look us up, like us, follow us, all that good stuff. Today was a wonderful day. Keep warm and enjoy the rest of it. We'll see you later.